Relationships, to be in relation with other people on this planet. Today's talk is going to be about how do we do that? How do we do that better? What are some of the mistakes that we make when we're looking for other people to make us happy? That itself might be a mistake. Today's talk is about relationships. And in the beginning, I want to talk about some very obvious mistakes. I shouldn't say they're obvious. They might not be obvious if we're making them. But what seemed to me to be obvious mistakes of relationships, when we start to bark into codependence, when we start to make mistakes of addicted to other people, when we start to define our happiness through others, some of those are very big mistakes that lots of us make. And I wanted to just talk about those for a moment and identify them. And if any of that rings true with any of you, maybe it can be a little bit of a wake-up call to say, all right, what do I need to do about that? And if we start talking about what to do about that, we start to talk about what successful relationships are, because in a lot of ways, one plus one can equal more than two. When we start to get into a relationship with other people, whether that's a partnership in a business or whether that's a romantic relationship or whatever, we start talking about synergy and putting things together so that things can work better with the other person involved and we can start to complement one another in fantastic ways, both romantically and uh, in trying to accomplish things and in just enjoying our space here on the planet. So there is a we space uh, that can arise that's a very beautiful thing. We just have to make uh, sure that we don't make the mistake of depending on that and needing that and being upset when we don't have that because from that space, we're not going to be able to foster that. And so we've already sort of cut it off once we need it. So as usual, it's most important to become okay as an individual. And then you bring a whole individual into the relationship. And then you have something to offer to that we space and into different relationships. So that's what today's talk is about. And let's get started. We are only capable of managing our side of the street. We're only capable of managing our own stuff and we're not even good at that normally if we're sitting around waiting for somebody else to define us when the idea of a relationship or being in a relationship becomes the thing that we're hoping for to make us better it's another treadmill of time thing it's another once i get that i'll be happy once that occurs i'll be okay and the reason many of us want that out of a relationship is because relationships can often make us feel amazing right? They often make us feel really good. And one of the mistakes there is that when we're in relationship and we're happy and we're in the moment and we're doing that, a lot of what's making us happy is just being in the moment. It really can foster a feeling of stillness and appreciation and joy once we're sitting with people. And that's when we start to feel like time's flying and all that kind of stuff. The mistake is that rather than recognizing that it's stillness and that it's, you know, the beauty of life that's available to us all the time, we start to associate that with the other person. And we start to think, you know, so-and-so made me happy, Susie made me happy, or John made me happy, or somebody out there has the capability to make me happy. And so we, in some way, can often get a little bit possessive of them, even potentially addicted to them. 
uh, we can miss them horribly when they're not around and think that we can't go on without them. And in reality, none of that's true. It's just really making the mistake that in that we space, when we're together, we're often able to foster a very present state. It's like if we're playing a sport and enjoying it, there's a present state that kind of comes up there. And we start to think, I really like playing golf. You know, golf is it for me. That's that's what it is. And so it's that same sort of addicted error to placing stillness and the feeling that comes from that onto uh, an external event that we try and recreate again and again and again. Uh, a beer that you really enjoy sort of relaxes you and does all that. Well, that relaxing state is still available to you away from that. It's just the chemical sort of brings that up in you and you start to think, I can only get that feeling with beer. And so again, that same mistake. So being aware of the fact that being with somebody that you really enjoy allows you to foster this present state easily is a much better way to understand that rather than thinking that they specifically make you happy and trying to recreate that happiness again and again and again. I've had people write in that talk about being out of a relationship and broken up and being devastated for years, you know, potentially many times months, but often even years where they're just destroyed and they, they feel empty and incomplete and hurt. And after talking to them, often they can realize that they were looking to their girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife for their happiness, that they were putting all that responsibility on the other person. And that's not really fair, number one. And number two, it's not accurate. That's not where your happiness comes from. You're responsible for your happiness. And being in a relationship is a part of that. It's a facet of what can make us happy. But it is not the thing that makes us happy. So again, what I'm saying here is that we often make that error to look outside of ourselves for what's making us happy, and that's completely available to us on the inside. And the other thing is that we often mistake stillness that comes up in these situations for uh, the object that's in the situation rather than the stillness itself. We can also start to get into codependence where because we feel so happy about how this other person makes us feel, their happiness becomes really important to us. We want to keep them happy because there's some idea that if we do that, that'll make us happy. And we end up start starting to manage their emotions. And once we do that, we've really left that we can only manage our side of the street kind of thing. And so a real declaration of what our self needs and who we are is important there when we're in relationship. See, no self is a subjective experience. And when we're in relation with someone else, on to a certain extent, there is self there, right? There is our self in relation with the other person. And so the marriage of those two selves and the blending of them in the experience is what's really important. And people have grown up in addictive relationships or abusive relationships as a child often end up having to manage for their own safety in many cases other people's experiences right they have to keep dad happy so dad doesn't get upset with them and hit them or whatever and so they often grow up in relationships really damaged because they feel they need to manage the other person's experience a lot and once we do that codependence comes out and once we're experiencing a codependent relationship it's not where we're both dependent on one another it's when basically you are losing yourself to manage the other person's experience and you're putting down a lot of what your needs are and who you want and need to be uh, to please someone else. Uh, oftentimes that comes up in addictive relationships, etc. and I've talked about that before. But codependence in relationships is really important. It's very subtle. Oftentimes it's hard to see and it's something that can be really, really ugly. 
and it leads to those addicted feelings and the feeling where somebody else is going to make me happy and so I have to manage them. So to summarize some of the mistakes that we make, we need to be responsible for our own happiness. We need to come from that place where we agree that we're not going to look outside ourselves necessarily for something to depend on and something to save us. We are going to be okay and we're going to be responsible for our own happiness. We also don't mistake stillness that comes up in activities or in relationships and attach it to the person or the thing that we were doing. So sporting events or spending time with somebody that we really enjoy, we appreciate that for the beauty that it was, not necessarily that that person brought that to us exclusively and that that's not available anywhere else. And lastly, I talked about codependence, and that's a much deeper topic and something I've talked about before, but something that we should keep in mind and be aware of. So all that said, what happens if we start to describe the positive aspects of relationship? We start to talk about synergy and emergence. Emergence is a new scientific term that talks about the sum of things being more than their parts. When things come together like a marketplace made up of individuals that really have no idea that the marketplace is even going to be there and there's this bigger thing that's created by an individual butcher and a shoemaker and a record store and a whatever that all comes together to make up a marketplace and the marketplace was never necessarily planned for but it kind of emerges out of a natural synergy between things it's a new idea and in evolutionary type sciences where they're thinking of it more and more and more as, as things emerge. A human being emerges out of bones and blood and cells and atoms and things like that and all of a sudden we have a much more complex and beautiful thing from the sum of its parts. And so it's a stretch because I don't know necessarily that science means emergence that way but when two people come together there is something that can definitely emerge that's more than either one of them could bring to the table. They can complement one another they can learn how to synergize, which is a term I'm stealing from uh, Stephen Covey in his Seven Habits book. Uh, I think that once we learn how to work together and be respectful of one another and bring whole selves into a relationship of any kind, you end up with this beautiful thing. As two people come together, there can be a shared presence with them, which could either be meditative if it's a romantic relationship, it can be sexual. Friendships can be deep and sharing, and you can know that you have a history with people and that you have trust with people. And there's a deep we space that can come out from that. And what's interesting when you look, we're talking about being an individual and then being in relation, but everything in the world is actually in relation. We are in relationship with the entire world all the time. And so managing that, you know, specifically in this talk, we're talking about on a human level, but managing being in relationship with the world is really what this life is about. It's really how am I going to walk through this space and complement it and make it a bigger, more meaningful experience than it would have been if I weren't here. Talks I've done before about perspective are important when in relationship. It's really important to not feel as though your perspective is the only perspective and those of us that can switch perspectives and see the other person's point of view, not in a codependent way, but in a purposeful way and in a knowledgeable way and in a wise way, allows us to communicate really deeply. And I think I want to finish by talking about synergy. Synergy is really about appreciating the differences. If you were to get together with someone else and the whole point 
of it was to tell your story, to share your side and, and your experience and your point of view and your perspective, you would never learn anything. You might teach some things, but you yourself wouldn't really gain. And so there's almost no point to get into a relationship if you're going to be the one who's always right, if you're going to be the one who's always telling and talking about your perspective. There's a dance between two people, and when you can learn to respect the differences, the different point of view, the different opinions, the different music you like, the different sensations you like, the different tastes, those things are what add value. Those things are what make us bigger than we were before. And that's how in a relationship we can grow. We need to bring whole selves, whole healthy selves that are willing to share and be and grow. And when we do that, we end up in relationships that are really powerful, really trusting, really lasting, and really strong. So that's my talk for today. Let's try and synergize. Let's not make some of those mistakes that we mentioned earlier that come up so often in relationships. Let's look for what emerges out of our shared experiences and let's look for a deep we space. This is Rob Scott. You're listening to Fundamental Shift and I'm going to throw out Nina Simone and My Baby Just Cares For Me. Have a great day. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.
My baby don't care Cars and races Baby don't care for He don't care for high-toned places Liz Taylor is not his style And even Liberace smiles Something he can't see Is something he can't see I wonder what's wrong With baby My baby just cares for My baby just cares for My baby just cares 